Raven Elizabeth here. You can follow me on Instagram at Diva Raven Elizabeth. I'm always available there or Insta Go, Instant Go. Diva Raven Elizabeth. You can send me questions related to chiropractic, holistic health, nutrition, yoga, bhakti, kirtan. So many things are all listed on my Instant Go. Um, so check it out, Diva Raven Elizabeth. So if you don't know, I'm a chiropractor, but I'm also almost done with my master's and then it's straight into the PhD work for depth psychology with a specialization in somatic studies. So this is very Jungian based. It's at Pacifica Graduate Institute here, just outside Santa Barbara, where I practice. Um, so one of the things I wanted to talk to all of you today about is the shadow because more and more especially out here in California not so much where I'm from in Michigan but definitely out here in different circles people are like I'm working with my shadow doing the shadow work with a life coach and it's really like what does that mean and so a couple of things come to mind it's like it could seem dark it could seem scary like you're really going into the depths and maybe you won't ever come out but it doesn't have to be like that And it's also really easy to say, and almost a spiritual bypass, to just be like, oh, and that's where the gold is. And honestly, like, I'll end my practice when I teach yoga that way of talking about touching and acknowledging the back of the heart space and then bringing it forward to shed light on it and all the lessons that can be learned in each moment, in each breath, in each lifetime. And that's, I truly believe that. But I also know it's so much more than that. It's so much more than then just let's find the gold. It is truly an alchemical process in a really deep sense. Um, And that's another word that's just thrown around a lot in our new age spiritual communities is alchemy. And it's like, well, we really need to explore what that is. It's, it's, It's not just, oh, the caterpillar into the butterfly. Yeah, that's symbol of transmutation, and that's beautiful. And I'll talk about that later in a podcast, I'm sure. But it is it's a practice it's a ritual it's a huge long process that's titration just over time slow concentration being there with the alchemical vessel and so we can take that and apply it to different aspects of our lives as our body being the vessel our soma which is the lived experience of the body the somatic experience in this lifetime so Back to the shadow. Carl Jung is the one that really put this term into use and made it popular along with words like anima and animus. Um, Jung was a brilliant, brilliant man um, who had a long career up until 1961 when he passed away. But he was, a, you know, post-Freudian and Freud was his mentor and they had a huge schism there and it really sent Jung into his own shadow and he had to do his work and so he was seeing patients every day for five years and at night would go and have this like psychotic break as a lot of people refer to it as and that's where he did so much of his work that came out because that was from 1913 to 1918 or so but a lot of this came out later on in things like Memories, Dreams, Reflections, his memoir. But all this work he was doing for that five-year period was really profound, really deep. 
And the whole time, Jung was trying to say, you know, I'm I'm an empirical scientist. I'm not a mystic. But there's a really wonderful book that I love that I encourage you to read by Gary Larkin called Jung the Mystic. And it makes this argument that he was a mystic. And, you know, that's not a bad thing. But that whole thing, being a, considered a mystic during his time, went into his shadow, too, because he was just like, I got to get away from this. So what is shadow? I'm not an expert in this. I'm still learning and reading as much as I can on my own and for school, and it's all related. But here's what I do know. Shadow does not have to be something negative, pejorative, bad, evil, dark, buried within us. Here's an example of how something can be in our shadow, which merely means it's in the unconscious, which is where Jung did so much of his work and just mining all that information from his own unconscious and from his patients. Um, here's an example. So you could be really emotionally adept and just in tune with others and feel emotions on a deep level, but you may have been raised by a family or or eventually have like a partner or somebody in your life that sees emotion as a bad thing. You're being hypersensitive. You're over emotional. And so you start suppressing, repressing this this emotion or this ability to emote and so that could go you won't even realize you're doing it necessarily so it's in your unconscious and it's happening so it's not a bad you're not doing anything bad you're not projecting from the unconscious onto somebody else necessarily however you may move that through to the unconscious because you've learned then like oh I can't I cannot express emotion that is not okay so as a cancer sign, I can definitely relate to that example. And I'm sure a lot of people can. And it's it's difficult when you feel things so deeply for others not to understand. And so what do we do with that? Because if that's part of your shadow, that can be really, really hard. And it can be one of the biggest challenges of your life. And so it's easy to say, oh, just turn that around, find the gold in it. It's all good. You know, it, it just shine a light from your into the shadow but it can be more than that and so maybe it's like you gotta find a way to express these emotions differently to communicate with that person and meet them like where they're at because they're possibly just not ready or you're just really different and that's okay too shadow can be something really bad and a lot of times it gets into our patterns and so something And I'm not a psychotherapist, but something that's been beneficial for a lot of people is going to a therapist who practices something like EMDR, which is going to help repattern because neurons that fire together wire together. And I definitely know that as a chiropractor, Um, but I also have done some of that work here in Santa Barbara to repattern what it was like going through over 30 surgeries as a child from a rare eye disease and from losing my mother when I was 14 because that was fairly traumatic and the EMDR was so effective and so there's so many different forms of therapy and I'm not in school to become a therapist I'm already a clinician a primary care doctor as a chiropractor so I'm going this different academic route now but I will say, explore your options, do your research, because if you want to go in deep, find somebody who's qualified to do that, because shadow's not somewhere you can just mess around and, you know, think that everything's going to be okay, because you're going to pull up through the tissues. 
some deeply seated patterns and it can be really gnarly and ugly to look at and see that part of yourself and you might want to turn away from it but it's so easy to then have the clear spiritual bypass of love and light and just to ignore it so finding the balance is so critical and that is so difficult so find somebody that can help you with that look up and see if there's somebody who does emdr in your area <clears throat> also since we're dealing with the nervous system i have to encourage you and i may sound biased but i'm okay with that is find a chiropractor somebody who's holistic vitalistic looking at that connection and it's not just mind body spirit it's also, I, I look at it as mind, body, spirit, soul, psyche, planet, having that full connection because we're nature. So let's be fully connected to it. So in my practice, I'm usually barefoot and I'm in yoga clothes because I teach, I do teach yoga. I do privates, but a lot of my rehabilitation from patients is through yoga poses as well. So I'll be on the floor demonstrating foam rolling, lacrosse balls, whatever it is. So I like to just role model to my patients like being barefoot connecting with the earth just simple things like that is going to help with vitalism and that was a prevalent philosophy up until the turn of the century into the 20th century during the industrial revolution when we moved more into this mechanistic model that we see now in the west especially within western medicine so tons and tons of information Please send me your feedback, send me your questions, call in to me. I am so here to serve. My purpose really is to cultivate and inspire creative courage. So by that, I'm going to be leading another unretreat at the end of this month, coming up really soon here in a week and a half in Todos Santos, Mexico. Um, if you want me to come lead an unretreat for you and your executive team, something like that, to really build team skills but it's it's so much beyond that it's it's an honor because we're gonna actually like incorporate bring into the body all these lessons on a cellular level reprogram that's the plan here so my bias from earlier was i'm a chiropractor find a chiropractor and that's so important get your nervous system online it's the master system of your body you want it fully optimized from above down inside out so that means making sure you don't have any subluxations or misalignments in your spine putting pressure stress on your nervous system so look forward to hearing from all of you really soon hope you're having a wonderful day namaste many blessings